0: Welcome to the Solely Human podcast. My name is Jasmine Naomi and I'm your host. I am a social worker that is currently working as a clinician, so I am providing therapy for foster youth and I love it. Here on Solely Human, we talk about mental health, we talk about what social workers do and growth and healing. And acknowledging that as humans, the empathy and love that we sometimes so easily give to others, we deserve as well. So if you yourself are on your self-love and healing and growth journey, hang out for a little while. Because this month we will be talking about mental health awareness. Because it is May! Woo! So if you didn't already know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and all episodes this month are going to be focused on talking about mental health, what it means, how it impacts us, what it may look like when I'm working with clients, and the stigma associated with mental health because there is still such a heavy stigma around it. Today's episode We're going to talk a little bit about medication. In the field of social work, and I think in most fields, to be honest, there's this thing called uh, a scope of practice. And a scope of practice means that in that scope falls everything that you are able to do based on your knowledge in that profession. So, as a social worker, and more specifically as a mental health clinician, my scope of practice does not really include medication. That would fall under psychiatry. I work with psychiatrists for my kids. I've worked with psychiatrists ever since being in the field because if you're working with mental health at some point, you you are working with clients that are likely taking medication to support them in their mental health journey. So, Although I cannot speak to what medication can do, when you should take medication, I can at least speak to the importance of being open to these conversations with a psychiatrist. I think that even for those of us that maybe are more comfortable with the idea of mental health and are receiving our own services, maybe therapy, even those of us that are on it and with it when it comes to mental health still struggle sometimes with the idea of medication. And I think that struggle or that disagreement or that hesitation is rooted in the idea that medication insinuates that I can't do this alone and that my body is not strong enough or tough enough or well enough to do this on its own or that I'm sick. So when we think of meds, I think it's commonly thought of that one is sick and you need the medication to be better. So all of those kind of core beliefs when it comes to meds and mental health specifically drive a lot of people's underlying thoughts about medication, should it ever be suggested for your mental health. However, if we go to the doctor and physically something is not going well and the doctor prescribes one, two, three, four medications, telling us that it is crucial for us to feel better physically, more often than not, uh, I think we would take the meds. I think we take the meds. I think we walk downstairs or take the elevator and immediately fill the prescription so that we can alleviate the physical discomfort that we're feeling at the time. Again, I can only speak to my experience and uh, what I've seen and talked with with other people. I'm sure that's not everyone. Uh, I myself, I'm trying to take a more holistic approach on a lot of things because the idea of taking medication in general for all of these things that I feel we have holistic solutions for is kind of like, but that's a conversation for a different time. I can't say for the majority of my lifetime, I I am that person. If the doctor tells me to do this and this, I would just do it. And I'm going to go down and make it happen because I hate the way I'm feeling right now. However, when a psychiatrist or a therapist asks, you know, have you tried medication? Have you thought about it? I've seen a lot of people immediately just get tripped out like, oh, no, 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 I don't don't need medication or no, I I really don't want to do that. And that's okay. There's not a problem with not wanting medication to support with your mental health. However, I think that a large part of the hesitation with medication for mental health comes from the stigma. Because I think that if we were to understand what it is the medication is doing and how it supports us in our mental health, then maybe some of us would be more open to it. And the reason I'm advocating for at least this conversation to happen is because people struggle so heavily sometimes with their mental health with depression, with anxiety, with PTSD, with being bipolar and, and not understanding why it's so difficult to regulate your mood and therefore affecting everything in your day or your week or your month. Those things are a result of a chemical imbalance in the brain. And from what I've seen as a clinician and what I know as a clinician... We can do therapy all day. You can do therapy for months, for years on end, and you will make a lot of progress. But therapy is heavily focused on thought patterns and behavioral patterns and your environment and your support systems and all of these heavily contribute to your mental health. But therapy, uh, more specifically narrative therapy, um, or the more common forms of therapy like CBT, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, the more common forms of therapy cannot address the specific chemical imbalance in the brain. So What medication does is attempts to provide that balance in the brain, making it easier for all the other things that come with therapy to happen. So a lot of people experience depression and just like everything else, there are levels to it. But if one is extremely depressed to the point where, you know, waking up every day is very difficult, getting up and doing things, you have absolutely no motivation and maybe even getting to therapy is a journey on its own. You don't want to talk to anyone. You don't want to leave the house. It's kind of like the depression has taken over in those spaces, for example, what medication would do is address the chemical imbalances happening so that the things you talk about in therapy and the things you do in therapy are a little bit easier. So, an example that one of my psychiatrists that I work with used a while ago was medication is leveling out the playing field. So that way, you have what you need to do the rest of it, to work on the other things it's making each day a little bit easier to do what you originally were trying to do that felt impossible. So it's just an additional tool. Medication and therapy are usually recommended together because they are both tools that address mental health in different ways. So I myself have ADHD, and this is pretty new. So as someone in my mid-20s, Believe it or not, and as a therapist myself, I am just now uh, learning about having ADHD for myself. I've worked with a lot of kids with ADHD. I've even worked with adults with ADHD. And I didn't realize how difficult it was to, to, to do things, to do a lot of easy things, until I was working a job and... I was high stress all the time and it was impossible for me to get anything done. And then because of it, my anxiety would kick in hardcore and then the anxiety would further prevent me from being able to do all the things I needed to do and then I would start to feel really low. I would start to feel really low because I was like, I suck at my job. I don't understand why I can't get these things done. Everyone else seems to be able to do such easy tasks all day long, every day, you know, and then just had to have just started to have like a lot of low self-esteem because of it. So uh, then I thought to myself, hmm, this sounds a little familiar. And I walked myself through the DSM and diagnosed myself with ADHD and then I went ahead and made an appointment with um a psychiatrist because you know I'm sure I could diagnose myself with a lot of things but it's not a super objective you know diagnosis so I spoke with a psychiatrist uh through my insurance and uh, he agreed he agreed and then to take it a step further in addition to walking through the diagnosis with me himself I did do some ADHD like objective testing dang passed or failed just depends on how you looked at it with flying colors so that ended up providing me with a lot of clarity and I decided I wanted to try meds and believe it or not, it was crazy. I could literally feel the difference. So for example, I I'll be talking to someone right? And then I just end up in a whole different place on my own in my head. Uh, and so, I'll do that like in pretty much every conversation ever, right? But if, if you're good in social settings, you know how to respond to where someone cannot tell that you are literally thinking about the fact that you have pizza in your fridge at home and the fact that your laundry is still in the washer and has been there for over 12 hours at this point and how you might actually have to rewash the clothes. So, you know, they would never know, but I know. And so it was crazy because with the meds, I could literally feel myself start to leave the conversation in my head and then bring myself back. That and I no longer left my house five different times and walked back in the house five different times and all five times proceeded to forget what I originally went in the house for, but brought something else instead. So uh, it has made a difference. And full transparency, I do not take it regularly because I cannot remember sometimes. So that being said, if I were to kind of get it together and take it every day, I would probably have less of a struggle with that as well. So that's okay. This is my mental health journey at this point in time. And uh, it, it's funny. It's, it's all growth. It's all growth. There is absolutely nothing wrong with not wanting to take medication to support you with your mental health. There's nothing wrong with it. There is also nothing wrong with wanting medication to support you with your mental health. However, I think that being open to just a conversation with a psychiatrist about the thoughts you have and why you're against it or why you're with it and down but worried i think just being open to the conversation is what would make a lot it it would make a big difference because then in having these conversations about medication in conjunction to therapy we're expanding our mind giving us knowledge that could potentially eradicate these negative thoughts or eradicate any stigma we have associated with medication and even if after having a conversation about meds you're still like no I think I'm good well then at least you have that information for later and at least maybe you understand what your mental health is doing or what your diagnosis is doing and in the process of talking about that you're learning more about yourself. The people around us, our society, on a micro, meso, and macro level will always have things to say about medication, but your own individual journey is only yours, and each day that you wake up and go about your day, only you are living in your reality, so whatever is going to work for you to make things easier, to make things more comfortable for you, to go about the things that are important to you and to spend time with the people that are important to you and to be able to spend time with yourself, whatever is going to help you and support you in doing that is okay. For the month of May, I encourage you to reach out to someone, a friend, a family member, a coworker, whoever it may be that you think might need to know that someone is checking in even if it's just a text message text them or call them and let them know that you're thinking about them and that uh actually that's it that you're thinking about them because that in itself goes a long way and with all of us being on different journeys we don't really always know where we are on that journey and having people to check in on us makes a really big difference. So as you go into the weekend, into your week, not only do I challenge you to text someone that you care about, but also that you give yourself love and you give yourself empathy. And you ask yourself, is today a good mental health day, a not so good mental health day? What can I give myself to show myself that I love myself? Thank you guys so much for listening to the Solely Human Podcast. My name is Jasmine Naomi and I'm your host. Episodes release weekly on Fridays and all original music is done by Nathan Salau and all editing is done by Kevin Spire. Thank you guys and I hope you have a great day.